So, uh, bowl season has officially begun. Uh, Cole, I think we did halfway decent on our uh, bowl picks. I will we'll check it out as we go through this. Uh, but shape it up to get real exciting. Cole, for a third time this year, I'm going to go see a team live and in person. Next, By this time next week, I'll be in Charlotte cheering on the West Virginia Mountaineers in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I was checking your math there. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, because Christmas is Monday. Okay, okay. This game is on the 27th, which is a Wednesday. It's two days, Cole. It's two days. I was just I was double-checking. Um, no. Minotaur's loose. You're going to get the horns, buddy. Minotaur's loose. UNC is going to get the horns. Um, no. Uh, exciting matchups that we talked about last week. We're going to get into some of the uh, meat and potatoes matchups <coughs> of bowl season this week um, and continue coverage uh, along next week as well. For that, let's get into it. My name's Cole Connor. I'm Owen Spelnick. And you're listening to the Panther Pod. Starting things off here with a big old goose egg, gang. Uh, I am Owen One. Um, the Jacksonville State, whatever they are, beat Gamecocks. Oh, thank you. So they ripped off South Carolina. I mean, sure. So maybe why not? Rich Rod's team. Oh yeah. Okay. Rich Rod's team beat the Louisiana Lafayette. Raging Cajuns. Raging. 34-31. Ron Wiggins, uh, running back for the Gamecocks, 27 attempts, 126 yards, and one One touchdown for him on the day. Uh, Zion Webb, their quarterback, uh, 70 rushing yards and one touchdown. Uh, looking at the box score and team stats here for a little bit. Uh, time of possession, Jacksonville State had the ball for 33 minutes, <laughs> had 16 total drives, 109 total plays on offense, 526 total yards, and 4.8 yards per play. Um, they absolutely dominated uh, the Raging Cajuns. Uh, 236 total yards on the day versus uh, – Louisiana Lafayette, 155, 20 completions versus 13, 35 passing attempts versus 27, um, and one passing touchdown. So, a uh, good win for Jacksonville State. Owen, you got any thoughts on this one? Uh, yeah, Jacksonville State, just uh, game plan was to run the ball. They tried to throw the ball a little bit, and it just did not work out. That's when Louisiana was able to kind of pick up steam and really uh, take it to the Gamecocks. This game did have to be decided in overtime, and Jacksonville State does win it with a walk-off field goal. Uh, Rich Rod gets a dub back on the bowl on the uh, on the bowl season uh, as head coach, first time since he was at Arizona. So uh, yeah, there we go. Don't you wish he was a West Virginia? Moving right along. Um, we got Miami, Ohio versus App State, thirteen to nine. App State wins uh, thirteen. I am now one and one. You are two and zero. Oh. Ha! Suck it. 
No. Um, App State had the ball for 31 minutes, 39 seconds. Miami, Ohio, 28-21. Both had 12 total drives. App State ran 74 total plays, had 388 total yards versus Miami, Ohio's 227, and averaged 5.2 yards a play. Uh, Passing the ball. One second here. Joey Aguilar, 19 for 33, 211 yards passing, no touchdowns, no inter- or, uh, one interception. did have a rushing touchdown. He did have a one rushing touchdown. Uh, he had five attempts for 14 yards and a rushing touchdown. Um, the only touchdown scored of the game uh, on the legs of QB1 there for App State. Uh, Joey Aguilar was the cure for the cure bowl for App State uh, in this one. Uh, just some fast fast thoughts. Uh, not a great game, kind of an ugly game all around. Uh, sure doesn't beat that JVU game, though. It's okay, Jay. It's okay. Oh, uh, oh J- JTC. Shout out JTC. JTC, JTC in, the in the booth. There, oh, applause. Give him the applause. Um, yep. Uh, we will be talking about app about uh, oh. Ooh. Ooh. We will be talking about JMU. Here a little bit, not uh, not App State. That was that was my bad. That was a genuine slip up on that one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that one, Jay. But anyways, App State comes away with the win. I am now two and zero in bowl season. Um, moving right along, New Mexico State, Fresno State in the New Mexico Bowl. Fresno State wins. Thirty-seven. Uh, this to is my 10. first loss in the bowl season. Hey, it's your second. It, it's my second. I am one and two in. Uh, Bowl season here. Mikey Keene, Fresno State number one quarterback, 31 for 39, 380 yards, and four total touchdowns. Have yourself a day. Diego Pavia. (laughs) Merry little Christmas. Um, Diego Pavia, uh, quarterback for New Mexico State, 72 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown on the day for him. Uh, Did have an interception to go along with it as well. Looking at his total stat line, 11 for 25, 58 yards, uh, no touchdowns through the air, the one lone rushing touchdown, and that one interception as well. Fresno State, Mikey Keene, 31 for 39, 380 yards through the air, three touchdowns, one interception, Two attempts on the ground, nine yards rushing, and one touchdown on the ground as well. Fresno State just couldn't be stopped in this game whatsoever. New Mexico State did not appear to be the same team as uh, as the team that they played against Liberty in the Conference USA Championship. So could this be a, uh, a warning for Liberty about what's about to happen to them come, uh, come, come New Year's Day when they play uh, Oregon? <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, no one knows how that game's going to go. Um, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Wilder, wilder things have happened. Crazier things have happened in this sport. Liberty's losing that game, dude. They have God on their side, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and not Oregon that- has Bucky Irving. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have God, okay? I present to you, God. God. <laughs> um, no, honestly, good <laughs> offensive game for Fresno State. Um, absolutely dominated across the board. Uh, 65 total plays, 500 total yards, 
380 through the air, 120 on the ground. Um, so good win for Fresno State and New Mexico State. Ooh. Mm. Better luck next year. Yeah. Hey, but remarkable season. Fresno State ends up going uh, 10 and 4 on the year. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, after. No, Fresno State won. I know Fresno State won, but New Mexico State oh, is what yeah. I'm saying. Went excuse ten and four. Me. Went ten and four on the year. What a heck of a season! Heck of a turnaround for the Aggies, going from just being an utter poverty program mm-hmm. to being uh, being in their conference title game. Hey, Owen. Yeah. It's time to talk about little brother. <laughs> <laughs> the thundering turd, and boy, did they play like it. Uh, Marshall had the ball for 30 minutes and one second. UTSA, 29 minutes, 59 seconds. About as even as a game as you can get. With a time of possession, both teams had 15 total drives. UTSA ran four more plays than Marshall. With that being said... And they also had four more <laughs> touchdowns than Marshall. Yes. This game was 21-17 at half, and it ended 35-17. Marshall was in the lead for the first quarter. And then Owen McCowd, baby. <laughs> and Chad, and the son of Chad Pittington. Come mar- <laughs> come rolling over. Come rolling. Well, well, Chad Pittington got – or uh, keep rolling. Uh, yes, uh, no, uh, excuse me. Cole Pennington, not Chad, yeah. the son of Chad Pennington, got rolled over. Um, this no. man had 437 yards passing and six interceptions. Ooh. Cole Pennington did? I think overall this season. Oh, and okay. And then what little bit? No, he had uh, – Cole Pennington was 15 of 33. He averaged, he averaged 7.8 yards. Over 258 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Game manager. Game manager, pretty much, yeah. Um, he did have negative 30 yards rushing. Yeah, but that's fun. Uh, Owen McCown, hey. Hey. Shout out, Owen. Um, God, that sounded – I'm not going to say what that sounded like. Um, Owen McCown, 22 for 31, uh, 71% completion uh, rating, 24. 251 yards total, 8.1 average, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, A lot of their scoring came on the ground. Robert Henry, hold on, I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, Robert Henry, 14 attempts for 37 yards and two touchdowns. And then their rushing leader, Rocco, oh, oh, that's a good name. Rocco Griffin. You just got that's one of those you just gotta let sit for a little bit. Rocco Griffin, eleven attempts, forty-three yards, and one touchdown for him on the day. Uh UTSA comes away with the win over the Thundering Turd, thirty-five to seventeen. Good Frisco Bowl matchup. Uh, ultimately, I know that that final score kind of let down a lot of people, um, especially when you consider that the odds going into this game, UTSA was favored by seven. They won by 28, um, but they covered the over. So good for them. 
Uh, moving right along to some preview. That uh, wraps up our recap episode. I finish up two and two. Uh, I believe you also finish up uh, two and two. As I UTSA. Three and one. I am three and one. Good sir. I also picked UTSA. Look at you. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Coming into this week on December 23rd at 12 p.m. on ABC, the Birmingham Bowl will be played between Troy and Duke. Before I fumble the bag, Owen, is Riley Leonard playing? No, he transferred to Notre Dame. Thank you. However, Gunnar Watson will be playing in this game. On the season, Gunnar Watson for Troy is 3,333 yards. Hey. He is 27 for for 5 on the year with, excuse me as I pull this up here, Henry Bellin IV. Interesting name. Interesting name. Uh, Anyways, Looking at this, uh, both teams are looking to replace their uh, their head coach. They have already found a, can- uh, a candidate, uh, John Summerall, who was the coach for Troy, who took over after Neil Brown left to go to West Virginia. John Summerall, uh, Summerall left, has been hired at Tulane because Tulane's head coach, Willie Fritz, was hired at Houston. Uh, Duke, Duke's head coach, Mike Elko was taken and hired away from them at Texas A&M after the firing of Jimbo Fisher. Danny Me- Danny Danny Diaz comes in as the from the DC of uh, Penn State. He comes in to be the to be Duke's to be the Blue Devils' next head coach. So both teams are working with interim. Uh, both teams are work working with interim. Uh, Head coaches. Uh, Troy's head coach now is going to be Gerard Parker, uh, which is Notre Dame's offensive coordinator. Former um, offensive coordinator. Looking at Henry Bell in the fourth here, uh, <laughs> as far as his stats go, career five game five games played, eighteen completions on thirty two attempts, one interception. 275 yards passing, three touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, running the ball, uh, 11 attempts for 12 yards and one touchdown. So uh, we're looking at a very green quarterback against a somewhat established defense with Troy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy is favored to win according to the spread and the money line. Troy's favored to win 72% to Duke's 28. They are favored by 7.5. The over is 44. Duke not only is losing Riley Leonard at quarterback, but they are also losing Jordan Waters, who uh, who has left the program as well. He is the running starting running back for the Blue Devils. They also lose Brandon Johnson at DB. Uh, they lose Dorian uh, Massey at linebacker. And then a few, uh, a few over. They also lose uh, Jaden Watkins at wide receiver and Malik Bowen Sims at wide receiver as well. So the Dukes do have, they've got a few holes to fill um, in this game. Uh, on the year, Troy is the Sun Belt 
Not champions. The, Dukes, the Blue Devils. The Blue. Oh yes, we'll talk about the Dukes here in a little bit. Um, excuse me, the Blue Devils. This is so confusing. We have the JMU Dukes, Duke Blue De- Like, <sighs> there is only one Duke you need to worry about. Um, Troy is the Sun Belt West, cha- the Sun Belt champions. But uh, as we all know, that's why I was thinking about this because we all know that the JMU Duke should have been the Sun Belt champions. But they'll have their turn next year. Uh, Duke this year is averaging thirty-one points a game, two hundred eighty-one yards passing, one hundred fifty-eight yards rushing. They're giving up only seventeen points a game, allowing two twenty-seven through the air and allowing one hundred three on the ground. Looking at their last five matchups, uh, starting with Duke back in October, uh, they lost to Louisville twenty-three to nothing. They beat Wake twenty-four twenty-one. Lost to UNC 47-45. Lost to UVA 30-27 and beat Pitt 30-19. Yep. Uh, um, for Troy, just a 5-0 and record. Southern Alabama 28-10. Uh, University yeah. of Louisiana Monroe 45-14. They beat Louisiana 31-24. Beat Southern Miss 35-17. And then beat App State. Demolished App State in the Sun Belt Championship game 49-23. to I'm taking the Trojans yeah, in this one. Yeah, I was one. about to say, give me the Trojans. I'm solid program down there in, in Alabama. Yeah, just give me the Trojans on this one. I, it would not surprise me if Duke was able to keep it close, but with as many question marks around their programs and as many new faces getting slotted in there, yeah, give me the Trojans. I agree. Next up, on December 23rd at 3.30 p.m. on ABC. Yeah. The number 24 team in the nation takes on an unranked military academy. Owen, why are we covering this bowl? Because the JMU Dukes are going to a bowl game after being snubbed by the NCAA. Applause. Applause from the booth. They are our 2023-2024 Sunbelt champions, as they rightfully should be. Honestly, they should claim a natty. They should claim a natty, absolutely. Just like Florida State is and UCF did. So, 100%, why not? JMU, still still upset about the Florida State one, aren't you? The Florida UC, State host. The UCF one. Uh, Jay, any words on this game? Any fast thoughts? No fly zone. Virginia's for what, Jay? Champions. Hey, Jay, can I get one? JTC, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a phrase here, and I want you to finish it. Ready? Go. Dukes. Correct. And uh, one more. Uh, one, just one time for the audience in its entirety, that, uh, that entire phrase. Go Dukes? Oh, 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 oh. We've talked about JMU so much this season. Uh, Jordan McLeod, 3,400 yards passing. Gone. Well, I mean, Kirk Signetti, I mean, he's going to – Obviously, he's going to, you know, lead the JMU Dukes to absolutes. Gone.
Well, I mean, Jane, on the you tra- finished. On the transfer <laughs> list, Cole, they have Kirk Signetti labeled here <laughs> as they transfer <laughs> to Indiana. <laughs> Honestly, that's hilarious. Um, JMU on the season is averaging 35.2 points a game, 297 passing yards, um, 143 rushing yards, 18 points allowed per game, 293 passing yards allowed a game, and 63 rushing yards a game. Air Force, 27 points per game on average, 92 passing yards. This is where it gets scary. 275 rushing yards a game. Gotta love that Military Academy triple option. Uh, Only allowing 17.9 points a game, 195 passing yards a game, and 96 rushing yards a game. So JMU does have the better run defense out of the two. Yes, uh, JMU is also losing the heart and soul of their defensive line in James Carpenter. They're also losing their tight end, Zach Horton. Also losing Keelon uh, Black at running back, Tyler Stevens at O-line, uh, Elijah Surratt, who was a 1,000-yard receiver this year. Uh, yeah. All that being said, JMU is favored by one and a half. JMU has a 53% chance to win this game at best. Um, Go Dukes. Go Dukes. Go Dukes. Go Dukes. Everything has went again. Everything has went against JMU this season. Jinx on the number of claps. You did not say it. Uh, Why? That's claps. It's clap. But we clap the exact same amount of times. Don't even. Don't even. Don't even. Um, no, JMU is going to overcome adversity just like they did against the NCAA. And, and just uh, like they did against App St- Dude, I'm buddy, sorry. stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> stop. I'm sorry, Jay. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh, no, not the Amber. Oh, no. No, no. No, no, Jay. No. Um, moving right along to Kansas and UNLV. Guaranteed rate bowl, December 26th, 9 p.m. ESPN. Be there or don't. It's honestly, it's okay. It's kind of a mid. It's kind of a mid. You know why? Why you're? A, you know why they say be there or be square? Huh? Because you're not around. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. UNLV looking at team stats here. <coughs> Putting up 34.3 points a game. Kansas is putting up 33.6. 243 passing yards uh, on average for UNLV. 232 passing yards for Kansas. Uh, Kansas is rushing the ball better, 211 to 179, and allowing uh, fewer points, 25.8 to 27. Um, However, they are... (laughs) UNLV is the better run defense, 163 to 167. Um, <coughs> looking at odds in this matchup, Kansas is favored by 12.5. UNLV uh, only has a 21% chance to win 
this game. Uh, looking at last five here, Kansas uh, beat Cincinnati 49-16, to lost to K-State 31-27, lost to Texas Tech 16-13, to beat Iowa State 28-21, and beat Oklahoma 38-33. That's what kept them out of the Big 12 championship game. Oh, no. Um, UNLV beat... New Mexico, 56-14. Oh, it just refreshed. Uh, Kansas is okay. also working okay. with a, without their offensive coordinator who went to – where did he go to? Uh, Penn State, I do believe. I think he went to Penn State. I've, I will look that up. Uh, somebody who's been with Lance Leipold since, they, since his days at Wisconsin Whitewater, so it's a big change there for uh, Lance Leipold. But looking at these two teams, obviously we know Kansas is running attack. Jeff Grimes is the new offensive coordinator for the Jayhawks. He is the new offensive coordinator. I'm trying to think who is – who where their other offensive coordinator or the original uh, one Andy – oh, Lord of mercy. Andy yeah. Colt Kotelnecki? So, yeah, co- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Penn State. Penn State. He didn't go so to Penn State. Okay. Penn State had to replace both coordinators. This, yeah. Oh, interesting. Anyway, continue. Um, UNLV in their last five are three and two. Kansas is also three and two. Um, UNLV lost to Boise State forty-four to twenty, and lost to San Jose State thirty-seven to thirty-one. I'm impressed with UNLV this year. Uh, Barry Odom returns on the scene as head coach after leaving his post as defensive coordinator at Arkansas. Uh, he did get blown out in the Mountain West Bowl game against Boise State, but who would have thought that UNLV playing for a conference title, the same thing with New Mexico State, absolutely wild. Um, Kansas had kind of a rough go of things there. Uh, they had two loss, had two game losing streak against Texas Tech, which was only a three-point loss, and then to Kansas State, which was a four-point loss. So, honestly, overall – the the look of the Kansas program is getting better with Lance Leipold as head coach. Uh, Jason Bean, I think, is ready to go for this game. He has recovered from injury. I don't know about uh, – I'm not Lance Leipold. Jason Bean, I think, is ready to go for this game. I'm not so sure about uh, – Jaden Maivia. Jalen Daniels. Jalen Daniels is not playing. He is not playing. Okay. He's still uh, got a back injury. Yeah. So, he is um – the last thing that I saw on Jalen Daniels is that he is returning to Kansas football next year. He made a verbal commitment, I want to say, uh, Tuesday of last week. Um, but at that same point, you know, verbal commitments are one thing. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Maivia for UNLV is still actively playing – uh, for them, I'm trying to pull up his stats here. He is expected to enter the transfer portal, um, but he is still with the program at this point. So cool. be sure to look out for him uh, for UNLV. That being said, give me the Rebs. I'm going to take the Jayhawks in this one. Yep, I am picking UNLV to beat Kansas. What have I done? 
I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna pick the Jayhawks in this one. I believe I believe in Lance Leipold. Now Barry Odom is a great great head coach, or I say great head coach, but they, he's done wonders so far for UNLV. But I just think personally, I think Lance Leipold is head over heels the far better head coach. Um, no, I agree with you. I think Lance Leipold, and I think it goes back to the same discussion that we were having midway through the season with Kansas. Lance Leipold has really resurrected the program. Um, you got to give that man as much time as possible to Absolutely. rebuild that thing. <sighs> Woo. Next up, December 27th, 8 p.m. It's the final countdown. We will get copyrighted really quick on that one. Um, even though we don't make money off this. We do not make money off of this. Number 15, Louisville, takes on unranked 7-5 and five USC. That is so funny. I'm so sorry. Uh, USC, look, if, if maybe in another maybe in another universe. Um, USC finished the season sixth in the Pac-12, averaging 41.8 points a game, 352 passing yards, 139 rushing yards, allowing 34.9 points a game, giving up 270 passing yards, and giving up 183 rushing yards. How's that Lincoln-Riley defense working for him? Mm. Uh, Louisville, meanwhile, 30.9 points a game on average, 261 passing yards, 175 rushing yards, 19 points allowed, 223 passing yards allowed, and 101 rushing yards allowed. Um, Looking at odds for this matchup, Louisville is favored by 7.5 over the USC Trojans. You know why? You know oh, why? yeah, no. I know because, exactly why. Because Louisville ahead. has a defense, okay? Louisville is uh, only giving up 19 points a game. You want to know how much USC's giving up? 35. Louisville is giving up 223 passing yards a game. USC giving up 270. Louisville giving up just a little over 100 yards rushing. USC giving up 183 on the ground. Hey, bud. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're aware. But um, Caleb Williams is not playing in this bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I had already picked in my head yeah, a winner no, no, of this 100%. game. 100%. But that that genuinely cements it. I think the holidays have come early for uh, Jeff Brom and the Cardinals. I'm picking the I'm picking Louisville with this one because you know why? Because Louisville actually has a competent defense. USC <coughs> is one and four in their last five. Lost thirty eight to twenty over UCLA. Or uh, lost thirty eight twenty two UCLA. Lost thirty six twenty seven to Oregon. Lost fifty-two to forty-two to Washington. Won against Cal, fifty to forty-nine. Had to pull that one out, and lost uh, to Utah thirty-four thirty-two. Louisville beat Virginia Tech thirty-four to three. Beat UVA thirty-one twenty-four. Beat the U thirty-eight thirty-one. 
lost to Kentucky 38-31, and lost to Florida State in the ACC championship game 16-6. For USC, oh, how the mighty have fallen. You hate to – no, you don't. No, you don't. You really you don't. You really don't. Um, they, Alex Grinch did get fired this year as defensive coordinator. Honestly, thank God. So, you know, uh, yeah. There has been a lot of transfers out of USC, but maybe it's for the better, especially defensively. What were they doing for you? Obviously nothing. Giving up 35 points a game, that's what they were doing. Just imagine that you have to score at least 35 points to win a ball game. It's like no wonder Caleb Williams has as good stats as he has because he's been behind in almost every single freaking game he's ever played. 100%. Like, like, that's awesome that you're putting up 42 points a game, but it's not when you just need seven more to lose. Like yeah. like thirty five points a game is that's a one score game. All I'm gonna say is USC finished the season seven and five, and that's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Give me the Cardinals. Yeah, give me the cards. Um, next up for the Texas Bowl, horns down. Can we? Can uh, this is not this is not that Texas. It's I I know it's not that, but like also horns down for Texas. Horn, horns down. Horns, horns down, down for Texas. Horns down. In the Texas Bowl, Texas A&M, that's a team from Texas, that makes sense, yeah. is playing Oklahoma State. Uh, we have the Red River Rivalry at home. This is, um, a, we, we this, have is this, this is the Red River Rivalry at home. This is the uh, Blue Creek Shootout here. <coughs> um, this is the Walmart version of the Red River. Honestly, it's probably going to be better. I don't know. That Red River shootout was pretty good this year. That it was, was good this year. It was, it was pretty good this uh, year. Number 20, Oklahoma State faces unranked uh, interim coach. Interim head coach. Yep. Uh, uh, no Texas, Max Johnson. No Max Johnson. RIP. He's still he's He's still, he's still alive. Yeah, but, but like, he's not playing RIP to his game. Texas A&M Yeah, he's done. Career. Um, Texas A&M finished fourth in the SEC West. They are uh, averaging 34.2 points a game, 277 passing yards, 141 rushing yards, allowing 21 points in a game, giving up 209 passing yards and 106 rushing yards. Oklahoma State, the only thing that they are better at is running the dang ball. Uh, Alan Bowman is uh, 13 for 12 on touchdowns to interception ratio. He is over 3,000 yards passing. However, did not fare well against Texas, horns down, uh, horns down. In, in the Big 12. This is the Big 12 runner-up. Ollie Gordon is playing in this matchup. Ooh. That's a game changer right there. That is a game changer because that is like three quarters of Oklahoma State's offense. 100% that is, yeah. Um, Ollie Gordon on the season has 1,614 rushing yards, uh, 21 touchdowns for him. So, uh, yeah, Cowboys still looking solid. Yeah. This is in Energy Stadium in Houston, Texas, uh, field of the Houston Texans. It is where uh, – uh, the national championship game will be played. Mm -hmm. This, however, is the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Give me the Cowboys. I'm also taking the Cowboys in this one. Again, I, I think there is so much instability. You lose yeah. your starting quarterback. You lose your head coach. Oklahoma State has all Which, of those things. <laughs> I I like no like is is too too good of a word. I love Max Johnson for what he did while he was at LSU. Uh huh. 
1,452 is significantly less than 3,058. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right, Owen. You've been waiting all night to talk about this one. Cole, it's been over a month since I've gotten to talk about a West Virginia football game. UNC, West Virginia. Is Neil Brown going to get dunked in Maya? I hope so. Our AD will be because our Country Roads Trust, our uh, NIL Trust, got over to 1,500, uh, 1,500 members, so he will be dunked in Mayo if we win the game. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drake May is not playing in this game. He uh, declared. Kid, kid, he did declare. Mm-hmm. He will not be playing in this game. Garrett Green, though. I'll look up the backup. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Green, though, is uh, is playing in this game. Also, double-check picture that Drake May really isn't playing in the game. He is not. Okay. Um, Garrett Green has, is twenty is 2,178 yards passing, 15 touchdowns, and four four interceptions. I don't like that, Cole. What is what is that? Oh, no, you're good. Oh, okay. You're, you're fully good. Okay, okay. Uh, looking at team stats here, West Virginia on the year averaging 31 points a game, 208 yards passing, 234 yards rushing the ball. Uh, twenty giving up twenty seven points a game, giving up two hundred fifty four yards passing and one hundred forty four yards rushing. So defense again is a little bit of point of issue. However, Beanie Bishop will be back there. We do still have most of our. Thankfully, we haven't been so gutted by the transfer portal this year. Um, so we're we're not losing too many weapons. Therefore, both offensively and defensively. Uh, for this game. C.J. Donaldson, though, out for the bowl game. But Jaheim White, we still have lightning. And lightning kills you, not the thunder. All right? Uh, so, Jaheim White, he will still be in this game. Devin Carter's going to be in the game. I'm pretty I, sure Devin Carter's going to be in the game. I appreciated that. Lightning kills you, not the thunder. That yep. Was, that was good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Jared Bartlett. uh uh, Cole Taylor also. There's several, several guys. Because Thankfully, we have a young team, so not a lot of guys are declaring for the draft or uh, they're not leaving the transfer portal either. Our last five games, Cole, four and one. Uh, went 41, uh, beat UCF 41-28, beat BYU 37-7, lost to Oklahoma 59-20, uh, beat Cincinnati 42-21, and beat Baylor 31-34. For uh, UNC, they went two and three. They lost to Georgia Tech 46-42. They beat Campbell 59-7. Wow, what an SEC schedule that is, throwing in that little cupcake game there in November. Uh, Duke, they beat Duke 47-45, lost to Clemson 31-20, and they lost to NC State 39-20. So, UNC starting quarterback. Yes. Good guy. Name of Connor Harrell. Interesting. He is a redshirt freshman. Nice. Making his first ever start. Nice. And appearance nice. in a game. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. All right. That defense better eat. I looked up stats. Non-existent. Interesting. I will be going to this game. It is in Charlotte, North Carolina. It is the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Let me tell you, I do love me some good Duke's Mayo on a sandwich. 
Neil Brown hopefully will get bathed in a in a in a bath in a in a Duke's Mayo bath. I heard that stuff good. Is that is that good for taking a the stink out of a skunk or smell out of a skunk smell off of you? Or is that tomato? That's tomatoes. That's ba- tomato. Oh, okay. What is um, mayonnaise good for? Burns. Uh there's a lot of salt in there. Um, what is mayonnaise good for? It's good for your hair, isn't it? No, that's peanut butter. Let's get gum out of your hair. That's peanut butter. So it's good on a sandwich. I did lie. Connor Harold does have some stats. Okay, what are the stats? Four for four, seventy-one yards, and one touchdown with a long of forty-one. Two rushing attempts, sixty-one yards, and one touchdown. This was against Campbell in November. Career this year, four for six, 71 yards, one touchdown. Five attempts, 50 yards on the ground, one touchdown. He does have a long rushing touchdown of 61 yards. Okay, Garrett Green can also run the ball and also bomb it down the field as well, okay? I'm I'm just giving you Garrett the information as – I'm just giving you the information as I get it. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. As fast as Google will load. Though. Yeah, well, it's my computer, so. Um, give me the ears. Thank you. Go ears. Thank you. Go ears. Go ears. I will be going to this game. It is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, this is actually, some of you may be wondering, well, this is odd. This is the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Usually that this is a, uh, usually this is an SEC versus ACC team, but because the SEC didn't have enough bowl eligible teams, um, we mm. got to slide right on in here and uh, take mm. the spot of an SEC because, you know, Big 12. Uh, and uh, so we, we get to play, we get to play an SEC team or an ACC team. I'm t- no, I'm just done. Um, I'm n- I'm not gonna bring that back up. We're good. We don't need to talk about it. Um, after after the last, the yeah. second to last, yeah, we're we're good. We're good. Uh, I'm excited for this game. Never been to a bowl game. This is get a chance. Uh, me and my dad get to go to this game. So excited for this. It is played uh, Wednesday, December 27th. Uh, probably won't be on the next episode, but we may have a guest appearance by somebody. Uh, it just depends on who I can wrangle down. I. I there's one person I am pulling for, and I really hope it's him because I will listen to that podcast all the way through. I just I don't think he would be able to keep it SFW. He that's okay that's okay we've bleeped out ones before we've had we've had to do it before. Okay, I I will Ma- ge- I will genuinely ask him if he wants to come on. M- must you forget when we had to do the Crooked Road Classic? Yeah. Okay, we're good. We're good. Hey, we're good. We're all gravy, baby. We're all gravy, baby. (laughs) Um, LSU plays in the ReliQuest Citrus Bowl against Wisconsin. Um, We will cover that probably closer to New Year's Day. Yeah, closer to New Year's Day. So not this upcoming Wednesday, but probably the one after. Yep, yep. Uh, For Uh, you may have to cover it honestly because I won't. Yeah, it just depends. Just depends. So. Uh, but yeah, hey, quick little episode here for tonight. Uh, some good bowl games that we've got coming up. Uh, better bowl games are going to be as as the month moves along. So for that, I'm Owen Spelnick. My name's Cole Connor, and thank you for listening to the Panther Pod. <laughs>